0: So what's up guys This is Juan with uh, Full Sin And I have Jonathan with me for Max D again Straight to the point That's what you doing What you don't Don't know bullshit Sugar coat When it comes to Repers and make With me on the podcast there at NATDA couple or last month actually. So time has flown. Uh, 30 days have passed since then. So, Jonathan, um, how's things been going for y'all?
1: Oh man, things have been great. Juan, we've been rocking and rolling. Uh things have been doing really well.
0: That's good. So um, I know on the on website I was on there the other day, and it said y'all, y'all had built the 90,000 trailer in 2001, but you were telling me a minute ago that y'all are way over that. Y'all are, I think y'all, you said over 100,000 and that was just in June. So that's a great accomplishment. Yeah, we're pretty stoked to have built over 100,000 trailers and, you know, really
1: what gives it meaning is seeing that people are taking these trailers and using them to build their own livelihoods and feed their families, build yeah. businesses that they can pass on to their kids. And, and, you know, they depend on these trailers every day. So that really puts the, the pressure on and, and gives us a, a sense of uh, meaning and value. Yeah, most you know, definitely.
0: That. I know, um, I know one thing we we're talking about that you were hitting on a lot at the show was, you know, y'all do it for the blue collar, um, do it for those, for the working class, for those who are sitting there waking up every morning and, you know, busting their butts, and getting the hard jobs done that most people don't want to do. And that that's who y'all build your Australia for, and that the quality that y'all build it for is to reflect those who, who are using them. So. Right. Right on. Yes, sir. So Jonathan, how long have you been there with max D that's a good question. I started back in 2008.
1: Okay. Uh, which I was, I was, uh, 18 at the time, fresh out of high school. I had done a few other jobs at the time and moved from Western Texas to East Texas here, uh, here close to, uh, Paris where, uh, Max D is at. And yeah, I worked there for several years. Uh, I went and did a few other things. My wife and I have uh, done missions overseas in, uh, Haiti and Nicaragua and Africa. Uh, so uh, we've kind of done a few different things. So I've been here and I've been, Doing other things, but yeah, it's been since 2008.
0: So when you came on, or uh, did you, what, what role? What role were you in when you came on to Max D?
1: I got to start in the stacking base, so uh, basically stacking trailers, uh, nailing together wood blocks, uh, operating the crane, hauling trailers in from the yard uh, to stack on
0: semis. You know, building ground loads to ship to our dealers. Okay, so yeah, you you. You started from the bottom and you just scaled your way up. So that's great. Congratulations on that. Um, So you've seen a lot of growth in the company. And you, uh, from what I can tell, from 2008 uh, to now to present time, so you've seen it grow and seen the company hit all those different milestones that it set. Um, what is one of those memorable ones that you could say that really stuck with you in that, you know, that was like that awe moment. Mm. Yeah, I think one of the key moments that I
1: remember, and there, there's been quite a few over the years, but I, I remember, I believe it was in 2014 or 15 when we had a goal to hit $20 million in revenue. Okay, and, that's a big number. <laughs> and, yeah, and that was kind of, kind of felt like the turning point, you know, from $20 million and down. It was kind of mom and pop, you know. We were still putting our big boy pants on, and uh, after 20 million, it really felt like the systems, the processes, the the different things, the structure that is required to grow past that uh, really they were great. You know, it was it was a huge project to get from 20, you know, to basically break that barrier, and that was a huge milestone for us. We really started implementing structure in our company and our leadership and looking at, you know, why are we doing what we are doing yeah. and how do we need to do it? You know, how can we build something that's going to last? Know, we don't just, yeah. Yeah. What are our core values? What's our mission? What's our vision? And so that's, that's really the, the turning point there for us.
0: I see that, that traction book behind you, which is EOS and that's something new that we're starting here at our shop and it's great. Um, it's very eye opening. Um, it sets a great structure, and it's to the point, very clear. You can't. It's the scorecard is what I love. It's on track, off track. It's you set your goals and you you tackle it, and then you get yourself to do list, seven day to do list. You have your rocks. So, how long has Max Steve been implementing? You know, EOS. We implemented EOS about
1: three years ago, give or take. Uh, I had read the book uh, several years back and had been really impressed. I had a business mentor of mine that recommended it and used it in his businesses. And uh, I mentioned it to my brother-in-law, who is the CEO of the company. And and I said, hey, you should check this book out. You, you should read it. You know, we're growing... This company, and we really need to look at what kind of structures do we need to take it from, you know, just a, a simple yeah. mom and pop to take it into that next uh, building into a real sustainable business, yeah. And which it was a sustainable business, but to really scale it, right, to to grow it beyond where we were at right now, and yeah. So we we wound up uh, eventually. He had another guy recommend the book to him. He, he took the book, read it, and we decided to implement it not long after that. So. That's yeah, been really good uh, the key thing what I love there is the vision you know me being a visionary, I love to see how you know you can take this goal and break it down into you know into something tangible and say hey we're you know, in a direction and say we're gonna go this way we're gonna do this you know come on let's go guys let's go get after it let's do this and then you take your whole company and orient it toward that goal. Uh, So everything you have, you know, there's the six different areas of your business, which is you have the vision, you have the people, you have the data, uh, you have the processes, and you have uh, what they call traction. Yeah. And then you also have, uh, there's one more I'm missing. Man, that's that's (laughs) bad. I mean, maybe you can help me out here, Juan. (laughs)
0: uh, You got people, data, processes, traction vision and issues. issues. So yeah, that's the one I missed. Yeah, and it's it's great because it it's just an eye opener because a lot of the times with us um from our company, we went from 4 million, 5 million a year in revenue to in 2000 2001 we went to a 16 million dollar company in revenue. So we were doing it, and it's like you said, we were a sustainable company, but we really didn't have that traction. We didn't have that vision. We had a vision, but we had 20 different visions going 20 different ways of what we wanted to see the company grow and how we wanted to see it grow and how we wanted it to get there, in which they were all great. But now with this, I see that we're all in one accord. We're all in one one mind track of one vision, one vision, one mindset, this is our goal. This is our rock that we have to tackle. Each department gets their rocks. Each department has their their issues and their to-dos. And we're able to, instead of rabbit, we call here we call, we have a lot of rabbit holes because we'll, we'll just, oh, we'll get on one subject and all of a sudden that subject spawns up another issue that we had and we just rabbit trail it until there's another rabbit trail to go. So we never really solve that one issue. And what this has done with us here is just been able to take all of our, I I love the IDS part of it, just identify, discuss, and solve. Um, Because it's point blank period. There's no politicking in it. There's no repeating the same thing over and over. It's identify the issue, discuss it, and then have the solve for it. And there's it it just makes it a lot easier to process stuff and then just being able to have those, like you said, the core values and just the VTO, being able to show your team and then being able to see where the company wants to head to, where where the the goal is, your one year goal, your one year plan, your three year plan, and then your your eight or ten year plan. And just being able to it to be there in one one sheet to where they can all see it. So definitely. Yeah. I I think the biggest
1: The greatest need in business in general is alignment, right? Yeah. Everybody rowing in the same direction, everybody, you know, moving in the same direction. And, you know, we all have different pieces uh, of the pie or different pieces of the puzzle that we fill, but we all need to be moving in the same direction.
0: And and that's that's just been key uh, with EOS, with Traction. Uh, It's been a great system. It has. And it surprises me how many. Companies are actually utilizing and implementing EOS. When I, when I was first approached with it, and uh, they, they gave me the book Traction, um, Tyler told me to read it, and I did, and it was great. And then I said, well, I mean, who's really, you know, who's who's utilizing this? I mean, they named some of the big companies, you know, like Kroger and um, a couple other big big franchise stores, and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, that works for them, but I don't see how it's going to work for me or us here. And then we when we had Lisa, she was our um, – I forgot what the – implementer. Yeah. She um she broke it down for us, how it would work and everything. And it, was, it was just great being able to say, okay, so this is my issues that I have to deal with, and I can solve this, so I don't have to try to tackle the issues on somebody else's apartment, not saying that we were, but sometimes just – that mindset track of well, I like problem solving. So my mind'll mm-hmm. go where the problem is and I'll try to to help solve that problem, but which would make me lose focus on operations instead of and in trying to focus on sales or helping out in marketing or anything else. It just kept it kept me there and helping me clear out and build operations to where it is right now. So
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and it's okay to have issues. Right there are yeah. issues when you choose to do anything in life. Uh, you know, if you're in business, you're going to have issues that you have to tackle, and ignoring the issues won't help. No. You have to get in there, identify them, discuss them, and solve them so you can move you and your organization forward.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And one thing, what I love is is how you one starts off the meetings the with the um, one good thing professionally and one good thing personally, because we could always find something negative to say. We could, everybody, there's more positive things to say, but the first thing that always pops up to someone's mind before this is always negative, negative Nancy. is always, oh, well, this went wrong. This went wrong. Well, no, now you're like, hey, you know what? It could be wrong, but could go bad. But, hey, you know, operationally, you know, we're caught up with orders. You know, we're we're down to two-day shipping. You know, everything's going out within twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Personal for me was last week we got to spend all weekend with my family and all the kids. So it was just a great time that you know, I many of us take for granted. Well, you know, it's just family time. But work, the work life gets involved, and sometimes it's hard to separate those two. But just being able to recognize that, hey, you know was able to spend quality time with the kids and the family and the wife was, you know, that's all you need. So, Yeah. And really, that's why we're
1: doing what we're doing. Right. Uh, recently, it was two weekends ago, we had our Max B family uh, fall party and just seeing all the people there, you know, not just the, the husbands and the wives, but also the kids, you know, seeing the families that are behind all the work that we're doing. And that really just brought the meaning back to the forefront. You know, yeah. we, we're here to to help people make a living and, and to better our communities. And, you know, we, we have a vision here of, of equipping men, you know, the working blue-collar men to provide for their families with dignity and honor. And that's that's really what drives us here at Max D. You know, we, we want to see that happen, you know, in a world where uh, we have more and more socialism uh, coming through, where you know, governments want to step in and, and help, right. And we, we want to see men take responsibility and, you know, take responsibility for their actions, for their families, for their communities, and ensure freedom and, you know, productivity, fruitfulness in our world. So that really brought it back to the forefront. You know, this is why we are doing what we're doing. We got families to feed, we got families to grow and to build and communities made up of families that we're serving, you know, it's so easy to get caught when you become a global brand or I should say a national brand, you know, it's easy to lose that connection, you know, to the people you're serving. And I think that's why sometimes when things get big, they lose that special specialness about them, right? They lose that person, personableness.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, here at Max B we're really fighting to, to get that back you know, to get that personableness back and, and restore the connection uh, to the people we're serving, you know, the people, our vendors, you know, our, our team members here at the production facility and just everybody, our dealers out there, we really want to restore that connection. And, you know, people want to do business with people.
0: Hello. Did I lose you? You you still there? Okay. Yeah. It just went silent. So, um, no, most definitely, the um and kind of aligning with y'all is our our vision, or our, you know, bread and butter is providing solutions faster for the do, for doers can do. You know, it's 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 being able to provide you that part or provide you that service, you know, faster than anybody that that is in the market that w- what we're specialized in as far as parts. And being able to provide for for the customer for they can do what they do, you know, provide for their families, right. provide for those who who rely on them daily. You know, whether it's if it's a company man and his workers are relying on him to have that part for they can have a check at the end of the week. You know, or, right. you know, that that self-employed entrepreneur who's, you know, has roll offs or has doing hotshot or doing landscaping who's relying on those axles or those parts or you know on something simple as lights or or a, a hinge that is keeping him from doing that task that's keeping him from providing for his family so you know we ours was you know providing solutions faster than anybody else for that doers can do and i think it it fit fits perfect for our company here and when we shared that with everybody and shared personal experiences and personal, um, you know, um, references with customers that we've had that where we've gone above and beyond and not expect anything else in return is what I would say. Set it sets us apart. And then this was an eye opener for everybody there at the conference when we unrolled un- this, uh, EOS to them. So, No, it's great. Um, I look forward to seeing how it's it's going to affect, or not affect, but impact all the the workers here and all the team members here. And that way, every voice is heard, and that's the beauty of it. You know, everybody's voice is going to be heard with EOS and the way it is that, that everything's implemented so that nobody can say, oh, well, you know, they didn't listen to what I said. Well, now everybody has a voice. If you don't speak up, then it's just, you know, you're not being transparent enough to, and which is one of our core values is transparency. Um, So
1: that's, that's important.
0: Yeah. yeah. But no, it's great. Um, What is, so we're, we're barely starting with EOS. So what's one thing you would, you could give me some advice on as far as, you know, rolling it out to with my team and just in our, our first individual team meetings that we have. What would be one advice you would have?
1: I would say one thing is, you know, a lot of people don't like change, right? We kind of get settled into routine. Uh, so you got to give the why, right? Why are we going to do this? Well, we want to do this because this is going to make us more productive with less stress and better relationships, right? Going to make our business healthier, not just bigger, right? And I think I think in America and even in, our, in the trailer industry, uh, there's there's a lot of movement toward bigger, 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 bigger. And I think more emphasis needs to be placed on healthier, 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 and then let it grow from that health. Let it grow. Uh, so that's what EOS does. It helps you build a healthier business. Yes, it will help you scale your business, but it will also help you grow a healthy business. So, and I guess the second thing would be, you know, for a visionary like me, I, I think, you know, hey, guys, this is what we're going to do. Let's, hey, come on, guys, let's let's go, let's go do this. And you, you share it once and you expect that everybody's going to get it. And the fact of the matter is, I think it's even in traction that the authors, they say, you've got to tell the people the vision seven times yeah. before it even connects with people at all. And and so it's not even just seven times. I'm like, all right, we've shared the vision. Here we go. That's it. Uh, let's rock and roll everybody. It's more like you've shared it seven times. Now it finally has registered. Now you keep sharing it. Yeah. You keep reminding your people, you know, uh, people in our organizations, uh, in their lives, they want to know where, where am I going? what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Right. It's not just the what we get focused so much on the what, but people don't buy what we do. They buy why we do it. Right. Simon, Simon Sinek. Um, So that, that's very important as well. Like share that, come up with a vision, crystallize it and realize that it's going to, it's going to grow and it's going to have to adapt and shift. But you have a direction, you move your people, your organization into that direction. You align them. And you keep reminding them, this is where we're going. And this is why we're doing
0: that. Yeah, no, most definitely appreciate that advice. And I would definitely, you know, just focus on the why and, and drive hard on that. And and just explain to them why we're, we're doing this and, you know, just to simplify their, the whole process of everything. And, um, but the, so you said you're visionary. So are you the visionary? Do you, do you sit on the accountability chart as a visionary or where? No, no,
1: no, no, I don't. Not, not officially. It's, I guess you could say it's my personality. It's always okay. been something I'm, I'm usually thinking in the future, and yeah. which in marketing, you know, in marketing, if you're not ahead, you're already behind, right? If you're current, you're behind. So uh, you really got to look into the future where, where is my industry going right where yeah. where is technology leading us what, what are what are the demographics showing us what what is, what direction is the culture going into and what kind of future do we want to create right because uh, I believe we were created by God and he has put us here uh, men he's put men here to shape the world right he, he created this world and now he, he put men mankind on this earth to shape it to uh, subdue it, to have dominion over it. And that means, you know, you got to put in the work, right. And you've got to also, don't just let, you know, if you let your yard just be, you know, what's going to happen. It's going to look terrible, right. It's going to, it might have stickers or weeds or, you know, back in West Texas, we always had these stickers that would poke you if you, if you didn't spray and if you didn't cut and plant grass and whatever. So uh, we've got to, we've got to, take dominion and we've got to take initiative. And that, that's, that's what I uh, would call being a visionary, right? Saying that this is something worth going after. Let's, let's go there, right? Let's shape this world. Let's, let's do things. Let's make something new, right? So I I think, I think uh, that's a necessary skill for us as men. You know, we've got to be able to envision and plan yeah. and, and move Move our companies, move our families, move our communities
0: forward. Self growth and just growth with the community and family growth, but no, most definitely. Um, before we go, and thank you for jumping on on with me on this, real quick. I know you, you're a busy person like I am, and um, our our free time is very limited. So, <laughs> what is for all those listening? What is one one book that you would recommend? um, you know, just to get them in that right direction. Oh, wow. I would say the very best
1: book I have read on productivity would be this one right here, uh, what's best next. And, uh, what it says is it says how the gospel transforms the way you get things done. And it talks about having a vision and, uh, really just personal productivity and also organizational productivity and how it's a good thing. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's been a game changing book for me. I've read them all. I've read, uh, a lot of different things, you know, Darren Hardy, uh, the compound effect. That's a good one as well. Uh, I've read several others, uh, James clear. He's got one called atomic habits. Uh, there's uh, Charles Buhigg, the power of Habit, And, uh, there's, uh, I think it's Paul David Allen with get getting things done. Uh, there's many good ones, but I would say, uh, what's best next has been one of the more impactful books uh, for me personally.
0: Okay. Well, appreciate it. And, uh, again, Jonathan, thank you for uh, joining me on today's episode for this podcast and, um, hopefully we do it again. Um, it was great talking with you, catching up and, uh, yeah, guys, if y'all are listening again, if y'all are, looking for a great dump trailer or roll-offs or just any any good heavy duty for the blue collar working man trailer um check out max d you can find their dealers on their website and um yeah if you have any questions you should be able to reach them out or reach out to them on their website so that'd be www.maxdtrailers.com right i'm correct that's yeah man thanks for having me guys I appreciate it. All right we well, appreciate it Jonathan we'll catch up later. Sounds great. Let's get straight to the point.